sensors indicate that you are listening to Casually Hardcore, only on VTWProductions.com. My sensors also indicate that there is a stealthed rogue behind you. Er, wait. Oh, oh dear. The, the polarity's been reversed. The rogue is behind me. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Stupid gnome. Enjoy the show, man. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! I am Gnomewise. I am Dessa. I am Grail. And I am Iolite. Do not panic. The casuals have taken control of the airways. For Sunday, April the 11th, 2010, this is Casually Hardcore, live on vtwproductions.com. Hello and welcome to an episode of Casually Hardcore that didn't almost make it on the air mere seconds before it was due because I don't know what time it is. <laughs> We're not sure what time zone we live in anymore. Are you sure it's not <laughs> at four? But for, for the listener, none of that occurred because we came on the air spot on time and if Octel could have kept his fat mouth shut, we would have... Been completely <laughs> stealthy under about. the radar, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Except for the fact that they then had to mock us by singing that song that <laughs> people in uh, at the dance party in game are saying. I won't get that out of my head all damn day. Yep. What has um, been heard cannot be unheard. Yes. Sorry, Dread Knight. There is <laughs> actually a can with the right amount of alcohol. And there you go. <laughs> I've forgotten. Yes, there's no Gwen today. Um, I no. believe he's off doing something. Uh, else. Manly. 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 <laughs> he's either. Because we know he's a manly he's, man. He's either. <laughs> now I gotta go find speaking it. Speaking as a gay man. <laughs> yes. Speaking uh, as a gay man. I'm going to <laughs> all of you. Yeah. 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 He's uh he's never gonna actually live that one down. I was just glad that that he didn't get um. Oh, I don't know. Upset about that drop in. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And yet been, he's not here. Yeah, there have been times. Did he get aggressively upset about that drop in? <laughs> Passive aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he uh he there have been times in his life where he, he would not have appreciated that, but now he does. No, really? It's hilarious. There you go. Yeah, he, his, his sense of humor is awesome now. Oh. We have a marathoning IRC rep. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. Oh, and we have a drop-in, don't we? Yeah, see, that mm. other show probably didn't have a drop-in for him, but That's we right. do because we love him more than they do. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just made a baby. Oh! <laughs> yeah, very VA. Well, we made ours a little while ago, so yeah. I'm afraid that ours has to come first. So is this like <laughs> it's a wonderful life kind of thing that every time that drop-in is played... Babies world, get made. A baby gets made somewhere <laughs> in the world. That's right. Better than kittens dying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm going to give him twins. That is too funny. <laughs> Octomom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Talk about things you never, ever want to hear about. Phew. No, uh. no, 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 no. So, as you may have noticed, we're already deeply into our... Yes. Yo, yeah. Yes. Brought you proudly by Versus the World Productions. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they mm. hand us our tangents. 
<laughs> hey, lady, I'm married. Keep your hands off my tangents, okay? <laughs> Ooh, your husband doesn't goodness. even have pants on. What could be easier? Yeah. No, it's the funny. The funny. <laughs> okay, hang on though. The funny part is, is you're both wearing the same pants today. I would just like you and Grail to note so that you have exactly the same pair of, pair of shorts on. <laughs> no, they're actually a little bit different because this is a tag on it that mine doesn't. So yeah, it must be different brands. Oh, oh yeah. So the fact that they're both shorts. brown cargo shorts, you because know, of the wide spectrum the outside, of colors yeah. for bra- for cargo shorts, <laughs> oh. the chances of us having the same color are you know one in five. <laughs> His are a pale imitation. Uh huh. <laughs> Don't talk about my legs. Yeah. <laughs> All of our legs are pale imitations exactly. right now. So tangents. This changes. Is good. Ah, changes. Oh, I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, I'm I, look. I'm I'm holding off on it just for a few days until I find out if I have to stay home for a while. Well, I, I should describe been, her current orientation yes. to the world. Uh, we I'm, had to rearrange the studio a bit today. Yeah, I'm laying on the couch, sort of. Truly so casual. Kind of propped up yeah. a bit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about as casual as I get because. Uh, yeah, they're trying to see whether or not I'm going to, I don't know, have this baby a little earlier than we thought. And uh, so... We're trying to prevent we're that trying to happening. We're trying to prevent that, yeah. So a, a cautionary, go home and stay in bed. Yeah. the uh, We're going to do some more tests, and after those tests, we'll tell you if, uh, we'll tell you, if uh, you get to go back to work. And um, then we- if not, you get to stay in bed for the next month and a half. Until we decide whether or not we're going to deliver the new munchkin. And your doctor pulled one of these. You will stay there. Oh, she, oh, she was funny. Yeah. As I, I told you what she said to me. She said, here's what you can do this weekend. She said, you can go home. You can lay on your left-hand side. You can lift your right arm and you can point at things that you would like done. At which point I said, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You mean I'm supposed to play WoW? Okay. <laughs> Precise. I'm got it. To, I'm trying to figure out how to play while laying down flat on my left side. I'm not even supposed to sit up. It's not the most comfortable no. position so. for operating the WASD and mouse. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those, yeah, not so Time good. to roll a paladin. <laughs> 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 no, Basically, no, 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 doesn't no, no, no. matter if I just roll over the keys there. Because what I have been doing lately yeah. is the true face roll. What's that? Leveling my Death Knight. Oh, yeah. Uh. I played for two days, mm-hmm. not for very long, but two sessions across two days, completely kicking ass and taping, taking names, and then I realized today that I hadn't spent any of my talent points. Yep. And I was still face rolling my way through Hellfire Peninsula. Yep. Now, <laughs> I've got my glyphs in place, and I've got all my talents spent, and it is laughably easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not much, uh, not much I can say to that. Roll the face. Roll the face. It's, it's more now as the challenge of, hmm, that elite quest is three levels above me. I think I can do that. All right, let's I give that a try. Him. Okay, I actually have to use my abilities on this one. So, yeah, that's, that's about your goal. Or, or that elite quest requires five. Let me try that. <laughs> yeah, I walked into the office behind me, and just as I was pulling, you know, a mob of orcs, and she's like, "Wow, isn't that an awful lot?" And said, no, Death Knight. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he pulled five. Yeah. And I said, "Are you going to be able to take that many?" 
And he goes, oh, yeah, not a problem. <laughs> is there more and, is the and question? That's like, <laughs> okay. That's only because there weren't any more I to be know. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, no, there's no pool on the delivery. Um, we're not taking bets on that. No. Uh, it'll we be would, when it'll be. We would like her to stay in for another um, at least four weeks. And we're past um, so. the majority of the major danger levels. Mm-hmm. So... But staying until you're completely cooked is, is preferable. Yeah, yeah. Her lungs and liver aren't done yet. Not completely, but they're there so, at least. They're there. They're forming. But she, she, you know, might have trouble breathing if she came out at this point in time. And she would definitely get jaundiced and have a lot of the challenges associated with a, a an incomplete liver. No, she would be sitting so, in the yeah. ICU for... So I would be released and yes. sent home after delivery and my baby would not come with me. Yeah, Which means so. you really aren't released then because yes, right. you'd be there 24-7. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> we exactly. had friends that went through that yes. uh, about a Last year ago. Year, almost. Yeah. yeah. So that's, we're just, we're, at this point everything's fine. We're just kind of playing it by ear and they're going to do their test tomorrow and we'll find out more. Cool. So, but yeah, it's it's been an interesting week. Yes, interesting as in may you live in interesting times. Yes, yes. it is that ancient Chinese curse. Um, and wow, lots of people at the dance party. Awesome, guys. Thanks for Yay. showing up. Well, oh, buddy rabbits chasing each other around. Oh, that's right. It is. It is Easter time. Uh, and it is Noble Garden, isn't it? Yeah. I did not get on at all to play Noble Garden. Uh, it's not too late. I'm lame. Yeah, it's another week of it, isn't it? I, I think so. Yeah. You got time. You got that. Yeah. Last week we brought up, and now we can actually discuss, and I'll, I'll take the interesting position on this one, Clash of the Titans. Ah, you ah. Yeah. That which can be seen can't Cannot be, be unseen. unseen. <laughs> That's a couple hours of my life that I'm not y- getting back. You're never getting back, yep. Yeah. I, uh, I'll give the fight scenes. Those were nice. Good, oh, good no animation there. Great fight choreography. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. I like the dude that was the James Bond villain. He was good. The guy from Casino Royale. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, he was the older guy that got uh, turned into stone by the Medusa that got wrapped by her first yes. and then turned into stone. Yeah, the ethereal. No, they died on a trash pole, right? Yeah, yes. basically. Yeah. 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 Well, no, he got killed by Medusa. No, oh, no, okay. No, yeah. At least it's it, the guy least from the boss yeah. fight. Yeah. But this wasn't the oh. this wasn't the Eternium guy, the ethereal guy. No, God, yeah, no, the whatever gin. the hell that oh. guy was. The gin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. They, they were Worthless. Gin. I know he was yeah. gin, but he was just, why was he there is my question. <laughs> <laughs> to do AOE, apparently. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to get exactly. there and have people go, are you with me? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was the point where I looked over at the person I was seeing it with, and we were both like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> why are we? And I didn't need Sam what, Worthington. Worthington. I'm a man. I'm going to do this like a man. I'm going to do this as a man. I'm going to pee like a man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no help from gods. Here's a coin. Okay, I'll take the coin, but I don't need no help from gods. <laughs> right. uh. Here's a sword. Hey, I don't need no sword, but I'll uh, you know, I'll take it later. Okay, I guess I need a sword. <laughs> All right, I'll do it yeah. this time. Let's bring that scorpion into town. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to the point where I actually did some research on why that movie was the way it was in it. It faced Highlander 2 levels of editing. Yeah. Uh, where the story that we saw in the theaters was not at all the shooting script. Mm. To the point where it was supposed to have been Apollo that brought that coin down. Oh. Not Zeus. 
Oh. And it was whole, there were whole other layers of intrigue and political stuff going on up in the Olympics. It was all just excised in favor. I'm a man. That's what, and I mean, in favor of I'm a man. The original Clash of the Titans by no means had a super complex story, oh God, no. but it had some depth to it. Had some twists and turns, some things yeah. you had to follow. This one was like Sesame Street. Like mm-hmm. yeah. gods are bad, men are good. Even Caliban is like, go kill gods. Like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> ah. what's, what's really you know. And one of the things that got me about it, again, I thought it was a good popcorn movie. Um, I know you disagree, and that's fine. <laughs> but it was a popcorn movie, and that's all it was. I agree and with you. I went in it the same way. It's like I wasn't expecting a depth associated with it. This is not actual Greek mythology. I was like, no, yeah, God, no, 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 God, no, God, no. The mistakes in the mythology oh, were actually the thing that offended me the most. Yes. Because Greek mythology actually is cool enough on its own yeah. that you can tell it... Just the way it was written. Don't need to screw you with it. You don't need to, you know, edit. Oh, first off, you can tell them in really short form. Get all the points across. Mm-hmm. All of the gods and goddesses have their own little quirks that are really, uh, you know. Really neat. Neat and, and like, flawed mm-hmm. and really damaged. So you get lots of good stuff out of it. You don't need to screw with it. Yeah. And so I, I think you that, you know, it's just really... That was the part that, that it's it's like uh, for this other guy who wrote in a couple weeks ago because he hated our Latin pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. the, I was like, I feel for him because I, I like my Greek mythology. And when you screw with that, I kind of yeah. go, oh, really? Well, I mean, you didn't even have to screw with the original story of Clash of the Titans, which wasn't attached to Greek mythology at all either. But at least you could have stuck with that. Right, right. I did also, oh, Hades, his, like, entrance oh and stuff. Oh, my God. That was yes. cool. I oh, yeah. Every, every time he appeared, boom. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm home. I'm a wreck yeah. shop. <laughs> yeah, he was yep. really good. I, I agree with that. I, liked, I had fun just watching it. I hadn't watched the old Clash of the Titans in so long that I kind of just... Forgot about it and enjoyed it for the uh, fluff it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Release the Kraken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I Excuse felt bad. Me while I, I this out. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Excuse I just, me, honey. Well, uh, I need to go release the Kraken. Exactly. Yeah. I just had you know one of those impressions of poor Liam Neeson. This is one of those movies he's just not going to live down. Just cashing the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> and really the check. I found him entertaining. I did yeah. too. Because it's freaking Liam Neeson. Yeah. And yeah. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, both of them. Um, so was, he, Ralph Fiennes was so unrecognizable in the role. He was. Yeah, really was. Like, wow. Like, and the other thing. About Wait, I didn't see him. He was Hades. He was Hades. You couldn't yeah. tell. That was yeah. Ralph Fiennes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. Lots of makeup. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's got the all overarching bad guy thing down now oh, yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I just, I you know, you look at it and you say, Liam Neeson in, like, Taken. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. This is your yeah, last chance movies. to get my daughter back before I eat your face. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Basically, yeah. <laughs> a very special set of skills. And the you face don't want to see me use them. And the face of everyone you've ever met. Yes. Yes. So we have someone in IRC asking what a popcorn movie is. What One, yeah. Oh, what's well? Oh, what's, what's a popcorn, a popcorn movie? movie? Yeah, that's easy. Action adventure. Turn your brain off. Don't think too much. Yeah. Try not to overanalyze it because if you're going to analyze it, it's got holes big enough to drive a truck through. Sure. So uh, don't look at it as yeah. Popcorn movies. Yeah. Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, Predator. Predator and Predator is coming soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just stuff, yeah. Real fun, light movies. Re- the first Resident Evil was a great, pop- a great example of it because it was an enjoyable movie that 
really don't think about, but it, it was fun. Yeah. But you can cross the line. The line is yes. there where it goes popcorn, popcorn, and then it's like Waterworld. And you're like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Like way Let's too see. much. What, what have I done? What have I done? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a fine battle. The first Tomb Raider is another good popcorn movie. Mm. Uh, second Tomb Raider crossed the line. See, I would have gone popcorn movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith over. Yeah. Oh, that was I over. like that one. I like that, actually. That's still one of my you know, favorites. That had good just, witty. There are good, sometimes there's good dialogue the that's witty. Mummy. There's, yeah, the first mummy. Yeah. Good popcorn movie, film. That movie, I went into expecting nothing. And it's one of those few times I've gone into a movie was completely entertained despite all kinds of negative preconceptions. Nothing helps a popcorn movie more than low expectations as yes, well. Yes, that's Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or non-expectations no, at, all. Not yes, a big, at all. I wasn't no. a big Brendan Fraser fan. Uh, didn't know anything about the female lead uh, until when I left the movie. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. More of that. <laughs> I like you, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel may stay. She's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, put, putting her in the whole brainy librarian role too is like oh that works oh nerdy <laughs> nerdy hot <laughs> nerdy hot girl yes of course that would appear to a nerdy guy you think? Yeah. Yeah. whatever was your first clue leave, leave the glasses on oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. leave the glasses nothing else exactly <laughs> yeah so funny. but then when i when we saw clash of the titans now we got three previews in a row of this military group, specialized, has now been ostracized by the military and now must confront bad guys or the government. We got the A-Team preview, yes. okay. which, funny enough, it's like, that actually looks good. It, <laughs> it I'm actually looking God, forward to it. God knows the TV show the was losers? like... Oh, yeah. We got The, the losers, losers, which is just yeah. now coming out and has... Uh, Johnny Storm in it, the guy who plays Johnny Storm, the guy from Watchmen who played the comedian, uh, some other people. And then the, the, cast ex- of the Expendables, which has like every action person ever in one movie. Yeah. It actually, and they're all going to die because they're expendable. Yeah. I, I guess so, but it's like Stallone and Lundgren, uh, Dolph Lundgren's in all it. Freaky. Is, uh, is Jean-Claude Van Damme in there? I didn't show him on the preview, but Jet Li is there. Holy crap. Um, Michael, yeah, it was crazy. Michael Stratham. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in it. Uh, cameos by Arnold, by Bruce Willis. Uh, God, there was like a huge. Like we went through the the preview. And you're like, oh yeah, I know. Oh my God, it's like if you ever have done an action movie, you're part of that. So looked pretty good. Huge, huge. I mean, I'll see it just because I grew up on those <laughs> yeah. 80s action movies. You are so the demographic. I am the demographic for it. Jet Li is in it. <laughs> yeah. Something Steve like Austin. That, yeah, yeah right. it's a Stone Cold's yeah, Stone in Cold. it. So. <laughs> Steve Austin, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mickey yeah. Rourke. This huge action no hero, but he kind of he's got enough now in chops. his in his next well now that he's returned yeah, to film that's what I yeah he uh well yeah with be a bad guy in Iron Man two Charisma and Carpenter's in it oh really yeah I haven't seen her Chris. since Angel yeah. yeah nobody's seen her since, since Angel like, yeah. she's coming to Phoenix Comic Con so you'll see her there when she did oh, the spread in Playboy yeah. I saw her there that was <laughs> <good>. oh, <laughs> did I miss that. <laughs> Maybe because you don't subscribe? That's it. I don't, but I have, I have, you know, there's certain <laughs> names that will yeah. pop up. You know, I have, like, Playboy Finder or something. <laughs> Bing! What? <laughs> Gotta get that. <laughs> Last time that occurred to me was What's-Her-Face from Babylon 5. Oh, yeah. Claudia. Claudia. Uh, uh, Chris, no. no. Um... Oh, what was her last See, that, name? That's how forgettable she is. Yeah. Claudia something. I'm an actress. I deserve more money. Your character's in, okay. gone. <laughs> and now you're in Playboy a year later. Hmm. And they put her in Steel, if I remember yeah, correctly. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it was really bad. It wasn't bad. even a good Playboy spread. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. See, even that's forgettable for yep. me. So. Yeah. Not good. Um, okay. So, family-friendly show. Moving yes, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> to the book changes. Let's play the articles. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. There are articles? Yeah. I haven't, as I said, I haven't read Changes yet. I'm really looking forward to it. I hear it's kind of an, oh, my God, sort of thing that I've got to read it. What is Changes? Changes is book 12 now of the Dresden Files. Mm, Later, I think it's actually, is it 12? I think it's 12. 12? We'd have to ask. I don't remember, but it's Look it up. It's the most recent book in. It's the most recent book in the Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. And it is freaking amazing. We already have it. There is a spoiler um, for book twelve, going on. Yeah, and once not... you read the book, you can yeah. go in there because it's a big spoiler. Like it has everything in. There. Don't I, I haven't touched it? Don't in, touch it. And it says spoilers in big letters on it for a reason, people. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. it's going to take me less than a day to read this thing. Just as soon as we oh, so get a copy, it took me a day so, and a half because I worked. So yeah. I'm 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 saving it. Although I suppose I could have read it this weekend, but I have to tell you that I've been holding off specifically so that it could be one of the things well, that keep me from insanity. Annoyingly, they so. allowed you to pre-order it on Kindle and yes. then it vanished. And then it <laughs> vanished and now you no. can't order it on Kindle. At I had all. to go out and buy right. the book. No, I, yeah. I ordered it on Kindle. So I've paid for it. So where's my credit back? Uh, ah, check your see. credit card. I'm <laughs> a little angry about I, that because I had pre-ordered it. They charged my account ah. and said it would arrive. Yeah, and then, and then they pulled it, it back from the Kindle see, version. They didn't charge my account, so now I'm angry. Hmm. Hmm. So, well, maybe I'll I'll go check. Maybe yeah. they didn't charge me. Yeah, because they go didn't check charge that. mine. Um, but um, yeah, so I couldn't get it. So I went out and bought the book, and I devoured it. And it's fabulous. And whoever. You guys got to get on it and read that series because I'm really anxious to talk about the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll read the book. That's not a problem. Yeah. As yep. I said, it'll take me less than a day because I consume. Oh, when I yeah. go into reading mode, oh, yeah. it's it's like there isn't anything. There's no food. No book is there's safe. no water. There's no... I just go, whoosh, and I'm into the book. It's yeah. And the whole, you know, assuming it's a good book. There it's are amazing. You'll be into it. There are... Um, some books that you just can't do that with. The suspension of disbelief just doesn't work. Um, but Butcher is not a writer that, that throws me into that mode. Mm-hmm. So Butcher's he's just fabulous. Oh, I did download Mean Streets onto the Kindle, which had that short story. Oh, yes. Um, the one oh, yeah. in between the two, or, or it was between... Yeah, it's right, in, it's right before Changes. No, it's, I think it's between Small Favor and Turncoat. Hmm. You're right. Michael wasn't in Turncoat. Yeah. He was off recovery. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> being yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. oh, yeah. So go out, so. read the series. We're probably going to end up talking about it. It's a fabulous series. It's really good. And speaking of Dresden, they also have a new RPG, a uh, paper yeah. RPG P- game. Pen and out. paper and set in, set in that universe. universe. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. I'm tempted. It looks really good because it's got like I don't notes. actually do a lot of that anymore, but I'm tempted. Well, yeah, in our copious spare time. Yeah. I know. We don't have a lot of spare time these well, days. Yeah. But I could end up with a lot of spare time. Yes, you may. Soon. Well, there you go. Sadly. I, I like my job. Because you know how in the books they actually, he runs into the wolf pack who's a big geek pack and they actually role play? The alphas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the alphas. They're so hilarious. the alphas are actually writing it. So they're writing their own role playing game and there's oh, notes back hilarious. and forth from the alphas and Dresden. 
Nice. That's funny. It's really good. I like it. See, I'm actually, I've gone back and I'm reading Full Moon right now because I had never read it. I'd skipped over it. Oh. Because the dog ate it. Oh, oh yeah. Can <laughs> you remember? The and dog the, ate his book. And the yeah. irony is not lost on me that he, lo- that he ate that particular, that particular book. That particular book. It's all about <laughs> werewolves. Yep. Yeah. So I finally got it on the Kindle and, and have been soaking it up a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Well, and it's funny because I'm going back. You know, I always go back, and when I have a good series like that, I'll just go back and pick one of them up and read little pieces, parts of yes. it. Yeah. And just refresh myself. So it's good. Very, yeah. very good book. Now, really enjoy now it. Barry VA says, stop talking. I'm still on book one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spoiler free. Yeah. Spoiler free. All right. We're not giving you anything that you couldn't get off of the back jacket. Exactly. Yes, pretty much. So yeah. I pretty much think that if it's on the back jacket... It's fair game. It's fair, fair game. game. We would not tell you any of the intricacies of the stories yeah. and things on, like that. On the page where you order changes, oh, yes. <laughs> it says, he has a kid. Yes, so I don't feel bad much. letting that particular cat out of the bag. No, that's within the first sentence right. yes. of the book. Exactly. It tells you that. <laughs> the yeah. author didn't uh, really uh, hide it. No, that's hi- not the... He's no, only that. hidden it for the previous books. But yeah. for this book, it flat out comes out yeah. right away. Yep. Yeah. Well, he wasn't supposed to know, I think. Well, you yes. know, that's well, the yeah. whole point. And um, that's where the mystery comes in. That's what we won't talk about. But. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, um, how's the rest of life if we're not going to talk about changes? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about me I and my couch-boundness. Yeah. And, and, ugh. I hate we didn't really do much this week. I um, no, I mean, it was, you know, normal week, normal, let's see, I'm up to... God, like six hours of wipes on Cindergosa now. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting me into ICC real soon. Yeah. Uh, stories like this. Oh. No, this, oh, consider this is the second to last boss. Yes. I mean, I expect a level of challenge. It's just one of those fights. Awareness fights can be pretty frustrating because it comes down to everybody has to be aware. And if you have one person or a couple people that don't pull that, then that's where the frustration comes <laughs> yes. in. Wow, I just got to... Attacked by Oz. I just had Oz the dog. give me some love in there. But yeah, the dog just stuck his nose exactly where Grail maybe wanted it. I, I don't know. a cigarette. Um, <laughs> yeah, the dog got out of his room, let out by the boy, um, and uh, off we go. Yeah. So anyways, so we're going to try again hey. tonight. We're, we've gotten close. We've, we're into like the 10% range now, so... I'm feeling Almost feeling there. good. I'm feeling it. Feeling I it. A, I have a technical question. Seven. On the Kindle, can you put your own text files and stories? I believe so. Yeah, it has a storage. I believe you can plug it in and recognize it as a USB drive. Now, can you view it on the Kindle? I don't know. It'll, I know it'll read PDFs. Yeah. So at the very least, you can PDF it. Okay. That was one of the questions I said I don't think so. but Well, when right. you view your notes, they're in text format. Right, when you move them from one machine to another. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, you should be able to. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, creating, okay. a PD- creating a PDF on the cheap is piece of yeah. cake. Easy, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, creating PDFs are easy. You just export from whatever word processing software you're using. Well, it depends if it supports it or not. But anyway, yeah. which brings us up to the break. Booyah. Oh, there do. we go. Take that break. That Take that break. Uh, yeah, Grail. It, yeah. It, hmm? They just want to know if you're into that sort of thing. What? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gray void. Other than in comments. college? No, not me. <laughs> oh, God. It's experimental phase. What? Silence! Bow wow. 
Bow chicky bow wow. Bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where do you think that comes from? <laughs> Penis. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Oh, God. Just go, man. Just go to the rake. Yeah, I think that's probably the best <laughs> yeah, decision break, yet. Break, break, You are listening <clears throat> to Octail and Hordak versus the world live on... Oh, no. We can't give the blame to them. No? Not no. Well, this no, is actually casually no. hardcore. Yes. Live on versus the world radio VTW productions.com. Coming your way, we got uh, yet another episode of Northrend News from Amelia Overbay Day. We'll be right back. girl who likes CCGs and Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWproductions.com Isn't it great? Welcome to Northrend News a subsidiary of the Nomergan News Network with your host Blinky Bixby In today's top story, all the world is celebrating Azeroth Day an international holiday dedicated to preserving Azeroth's natural resources threatened by industrialization or climate change. As is customary, the holiday festivities opened with the formal announcement of Azeroth's role of shame, highlighting the top industrial polluters from around the world. This year's main culprits are, in ascending order, the Public Works Department of Lordaeron, the Gnomish Engineers Brigade of the Alliance Vanguard, and, topping the charts for the fifth year in a row, the Steamweedal Cartel which made headlines this year for dumping 15 tons of mechanical waste into Daggercat Bay as a result of all the modifications they conducted on PVP demolishers. Holiday cleanup projects are being held throughout Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms, and the leaders of the Horde and Alliance have sent out the call for hardy adventurers to help. In Don Moreau, high tanker Mechatork is offering a modest stipend to adventuring teams who help clear radioactive waste from the ruins of Nomergan. While in Stormwind, Varian Rin has offered a bounty on all mutant crocolisks collected from the city's sewers. In the Barrens, Karen Bloodhoof is asking for all interested souls to help cleanse the last sickly gazelles still wandering the savannah. And in Orgrimmar, Thrall has issued a request for adventurers to help peel old goblin engineers off the rooftops. But the holiday isn't limited to just Azeroth. This year, the Cenarian Expedition is joining the fun by teaming up with the Demons of the Burning Legion in an attempt to make Outland a prettier, safer place for everyone. Among their demonically druidic projects for the year are finally cleaning up the Naga steam pumps in Zangermarsh, offering a sustainable sewage system to the Ogres of Nagrand, and turning the fell green magma in Shadowmoon Valley back to red. And in Northrend, Azeroth Day events are in full swing as the Kirin Tor pair up with Kalawak representatives to ensure that the continent's natural resources are preserved. This year's conservation projects include the Adopt-a-Penguin program, providing wayward penguins everywhere a safe home and a good meal away from the threat of the Scourge, the Iron Dwarves, and Hemet Nessingwary, and the Zombie Recycling program, dedicated to reducing or reusing the extra limbs and other appendages left over from fighting the Scourge in Ice Crown Citadel. But at the top of the Northrend agenda is an attempt to reverse the effects of a climactic global cooling brought about by the Lich King, which Kirintor experts say if left unaddressed will result in certain cataclysm. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. I'm 
cocktail. I am Hordak. You are the world. And we are versus you. But if you were with us... You know, hypothetically. Strictly hypothetically, we'd be talking on a UGT Ventrilo server. That's right, UGT Ventrilo servers. The Ventrilo server provider that we trusted when we stood up our guild versus the world 18 months ago. That's right, UGT servers have a robust feature set including guild pay, multi-platform support, and term discounts. So the next time you're looking to put together a clan, team, or guild, think of UGT Ventrilo servers at UGTservers.com. And Casually Hardcore continues live on VTWProductions.com. And in our obvious topic is obvious segment of the day... Under the World of Warcraft section, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, whatever shall we talk about? Let, let's play the drop-in first. Okay. Let's see where... There it is. That's great actual physical contact! And now, Rio will tell us the word of the day. I want to catalog newbie quests. <laughs> let's just oh. go through every single oh, one. Let's just do both. Yeah. Now, obviously, we have a Nathaniel, bajillion class your mouth. preview changes out with... Uh, all of the classes except for Paladins for some reason. Because they're deleting them in Cataclysm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're yeah. really working hard at getting their, themselves to gate, or, or I'm sorry, hearth, then bubble. Mm-hmm. That's the key. But every other class has gotten their uh, preview out, which obviously comes with the disclaimer, all this could change based on our whims, based on testing, yada, yada, yada. But at least it gives you some insight into the general thought that they have for your class, what they're looking to do. Um, all these are available multiple sites. MMO Champion has a nice little graphic that you can click on your class and just go right into the blue post from it. So um, why don't you start uh, with the Rouges? The Rouge. Rouge. Rouge, I actually, I was pretty happy. There's one talent I'll, I'll get into or one change they want to make that I'm less than thrilled with. But overall, the, the main thought process behind Rogues right now is... They're happy with where they're at in DPS. They're happy with the abilities we have to do DPS. We do, we're very competitive in that regard, so they wanted to give us more utility, which I agree with 100%. Uh, one of the comments... More than just damage, yeah. damage, damage, damage. One of the comments was is I, they didn't want to load our bar, bar with three different ways of doing Sinister Strike or four different uh, ambushes I mean, that have just slight differences. Why mess with perfection? Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in this case, I'm, I, you know, they, they're looking to make us really the ultimate self-sufficient class. Um, one of the big things is to help with leveling, they want to give us a combo point uh, finisher that's a hot, that nice. heals us, which is like, ooh, <laughs> that sounds nice. A self-heal. Mm. Having just leveled the rogue all the way to 80 and actually repeatedly hitting the recently bandaged timer during yeah. solo content, I could dig that. Exactly. Well, I mean, there's the thing about being able to heal yourself, which I think is cool. Are they doing anything to make you, when you talk about utility, to make you more useful to the team? The big one right now is the level 85 ability Smoke Bomb, which is actually, it'll drop a Smoke Bomb on your party, and it blocks line of sight for any of the mobs. This is useful really in PvP, but also in PvE, you think about you have to do a pull that's a line of sight pull, now you can just Smoke Bomb. If you have line of casters that are shooting at, like, the, mm-hmm. or you're fighting a boss that does a cast at some point that hits multiple people, you can position your rogue in with your casters and smoke bomb. <laughs> and now they can't get line of sight on them, so you block them. So that was their and big... Awesome. Yeah. 
So it's it's almost like a block. Yeah, it's, it it's just blocks be... the vision. It's not like a mass vanish, which oh, that would have been cool. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what, that was going to be my question. Is it kind of like a mass vanish? It's like but... uh, EQ evac. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The wizard evac, but yeah. you don't end up here on the plane of hate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Whoops. Um, the other big ones are uh, combat readiness, which is a level 83 ability. They're looking at working in that you trigger it, and then every time you're struck by a melee or ranged attack, you start take, you start stacking damage reduction up to 50% right now. So it's a, another way for us to basically mitigate damage. Uh, it complements our feint very well, which helps with AoE damage. So it's another way to just make it easier for us on healers to uh, keep us up by you know getting rid of some of that. That's one of the things that that is is like it hurts sometimes is um, when you play a hybrid class and you're moving back and forth mm-hmm. from being a damage like I go from boomkin to to tree and you go back and forth and you say what do I you know and I look at rogues and I say do rogues get discriminated against because they can't do that on the fly right now and so I was wondering about the utility and how yeah, that played. I think that's the main thing I mean they're, they've already mentioned they're really happy with the way Tricks of the Trade works um, mm-hmm. except they did want to try to adjust some of the, the threat that we give to, to various party members. Basically they want to open it. My view is they want to open it more up so that I can put it on damage dealers instead of just having to uh, Tricks the tank the first two or three times to make okay. sure his threat goes up. Um, the last ability I want to talk about before moving away from the Rouges is redirect. This is their thought process is that we tend to waste combo points when you're DPS in a mob and you have to change mobs a lot. Yep. You tend to leave combo points. Or if a mob dies with combo points on them, those, those combo points are pretty much gone. Yep. They want to change it to where now uh, on a dead mob you can actually still use those combo points to trigger your slice and dice or to trigger this new heal over time. Nice. So you have a way of using huh. it. But they also want to give you a redirect ability so that if you're DPSing one thing and then you move to another, you can then redirect those combo points over to the next mob. The problem I'm running into is that it has a one-minute cooldown on it. And I don't see that that being too useful. In any fight that I have that I have to change targets many times and end up uh, needing to move those points, I need to do it a lot more than once a minute. So... I, I'm sorry. We have a, a family event. Oh, oh no, a tooth. tooth! He lost a tooth! Yay, Nathaniel! Come here, Nemesis. Come here, baby. Give me a big hug. Yep. <laughs> the whole one. The whole one came out, huh? We've been waiting <laughs> for that. Yeah. Wow. A long time. Yeah. Tooth nice time. job. Tooth Fairy's yeah. going to come tonight. Look at that. Yep. We'll have to put it under your pillow. We'll oh, now, wait and now see. I, I, have to, I have a moral imperative to now play. However, I would say that it's a good, it's a good totally moment. Worth it. You're going to get your new tooth in now. Mm-hmm. Good job. Your big boy tooth. Yeah. That happens. Manly tooth. That's only your third one. <laughs> Man tooth. That's, yeah, that's only his third tooth. Is that so, the third one that's come out? That's the yep. third one okay. that's come out, and it's been a year since he wow. lost one. It's been years. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, we we were like, wow, is something going on with his mouth that he's not losing his teeth? No, All of his that's classmates normal, are that's losing teeth. Norm, that's yep. a normal progression. Yeah. So, because, well, I mean, he had those first two that came out when he was two months old. Mommy yes. was like, uh. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. Cut those teeth. So, so we've done rogues. Rouges. Yep. Yeah, rouges. Yeah. So People are saying, man, one lousy email. 
Um, yeah. But one thing I would, on that redirect, I would prefer, and I've seen the suggestion come up, I would like to see it become more like there's a passive buff that the mages get when they do Arcane Blast. And I would like to see combo points being centered on the rogue instead of centered on your target would be huge. That would be a very nice way then of managing the system instead of having to try to transfer it between mobs. Yeah, just building the combo points on a weak opponent and then breaking them on a strong one. That's probably an abuse that Blizzard doesn't want to see happen. Well, but I mean, honestly, who? but generating combo points, who cares what you're breaking it on? I mean, it's the same thing. You're still hitting. In fact, I can't see a situation where I'd want to get combo points on small guys and then hit somebody with a finisher. Maybe that'll change in Cataclysm, but right now... Yeah, because there's a lot of benefit. There's a lot of crit talents where if you crit, you get extra combo points. So if you hit an easily sure. critted mob and then move over to the boss who's uncrittable. Yeah, possible. But that, that yeah. hey, that would be a play style and would be a technique and well, would take, you know, presence yeah. of mind. <laughs> Not this game. <laughs> no, no. Okay, that's yes. right out then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of the, the things I've seen in the when reading the, the druid, uh, especially the bear commentary. They keep saying the phrase, we want to give bears more buttons to press. Yay. Oh, man. More, I take it they want cats less buttons then. <laughs> yes. And actually they do say, we, we yeah. want there to be, we want the cat rotation to be less unforgiving. Because if you, if you miss one step in your cat rotation, your DPS is screwed. Mm, right. Yeah. And, it, and it is easily a, a factor of 10 more complicated than a rogue. Oh, yeah. It is, I really... <laughs> Stupidly complex. Well, the, and you've played both, so you yeah. definitely know. I, I mean, I you've got your cat druid <laughs> that's at eighty, and you've got your rogue at eighty. Well, and yeah. you know, I would like to see them. I would honestly, I'd like to see them add rupture back into rogues rotations. Right now, it's gone Useless. because it's worthless. I'd rather do the five, four or five point in venom or eviscerate, depending on your spec. But mm-hmm. still, that that needs more. And yet, every I've never played a cat druid, but everybody I've talked to has said that same thing. It is. You have to be hand cramping. Totally <laughs> mindful of what timer is where, because only certain attacks are only useful when other benefits are up, and it's it is just, it's a pain in the ass. It's like it's, playing a bard in EQ. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, song weaving. Yes. Interesting. So let's talk about druids then, and what you guys are. Druid. What am I getting? <laughs> Tell me. Getting? What am I getting? <laughs> what am I getting? <laughs> You're getting shrooms. Shrooms. Yes. Oh, that's right. That was funny. <laughs> uh, yep. Here's, and here's, so basically, I'm going to start drugging people. It's, it would appear and our, yourself. our level 85 nice. talent or will be wild mushroom. <laughs> level 85 <laughs> grows a magical mushroom at the target location. After four seconds, the mushroom becomes invisible. Enemies who cross the mushroom detonate it, causing it to deal area of effect damage. Uh, though its damage component will remain very effective against single targets. The druid can also choose to detonate the mushroom ahead of time. This is primarily a tool for the balanced druid, and there will be talents that play off of it. No cooldown, 40-yard range, instant cast. Okay, so basically you're going to be an electric chicken On that shrooms. plants magic mushrooms. Uh-huh. Can't wait for over vets. And then we're going to go to Candy Mountain, and they... Ah! I yeah. took my freaking kidney. Uh, oh, great. Blow yeah. the shroom. Blow the shroom. <laughs> Blow the shroom, man. <laughs> now I have to find it. Oh, there it is. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. Charlie, plant 
the magic mushroom, Ooh. Charlie. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so tree tree druids are going to get a graphical revamp because uh, they want it to be uh, more epic, but also. Am I going to be seasonal? I don't know. I doubt it. Darn it. But no, this is an ability. <laughs> the a graphical rework is not an a ability. Whole no, thing. Yeah. They're, change, they're changing it. They're saying it's not going to be a shape shift anymore. It'll be an activated ability, much like Warlock's Metamorphosis. Tree of Life is yes, really, mm. because they don't want you to take a penalty. Because when you're in tree form, you have to shift out of tree form to switch to damage dealing, and the other healing classes don't have that penalty. And they say, that's not fair. Healers should be healers. They're doing the whole homogenizing thing again. So Tree of Life will be something you activate during a fight to get a short-term burst ability of some kind that has not yet been described. And then you'll shift back out of it into, you'll stay, basically you'll be staying in humanoid form when healing. Your armor will actually matter how it looks on you now. (laughs) Well, I mean, the other thing is that... healer. Um... Did they remove this when I wasn't looking? But didn't you used to get an armor buff by turning into a tree? You do, yeah, three, yeah. three or four hundred percent or something ridiculous like that. Right. So You're where does that? Paladin. So where does that go? Uh, to be determined. Okay, because I I'm like no no I liked that well, armor I, mean, I lived but, longer with that armor. But <laughs> clothies <laughs> live you know, longer. Priests don't get anything like that. So yeah, I just don't care. I lived longer. Yeah. Well, okay. Only be, only <laughs> like, if your tank fails. Yep. You know, honestly, at some point, either every tank fails or... Disconnects. Yeah. No. Or you get random ad that's beating on you and you want to live through more than two blows, you know, and and priests do have a shield they can put up, right? Typically. Bubble. Yeah. You have have bark skin and they're messing with bark skin as well. Yep. Okay, so what else is happening with the with the? Oh, I mean, it's 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 a huge rework. I mean, it's it's something we're we're just doing the summary pass yeah. here because if we yeah. went into detail, the show would be over. Yep, um, pretty much. Well, but basically, we've got, you know, we've still got some time on yeah, this. Yeah, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna review. So have no fear. Um, they want to make there be a division in how you heal, where you'll either be in healing mode, where you're casting spells that take immediate effect, or you'll be doing heal over time instead of the kind of the combo meal that you do now. They want to try and rework it such that some fights or some roles that you're in, you'll be doing healing, and other times you'll be doing hots. And that they, they want to increase the distinction between those two healing techniques and give hots to everybody and heals to everybody. Again, homogenization. Sure. Wow. Well, I think that, you know, I mean, I mix it up. You do, I, you do now. Yeah. But they're going to change the mechanics where you might not want to do that. That might not be the most effective way anymore. That sucks. Where, well, they, they, some of the phrases they put in here indicate you will want to you, they want to sculpt it so that you'll use your heels on the tank and your hots on the party. So you drop rejuve on everybody who's got a little bit of damage and then you, you use your big bomb heels on the tank constantly. Well, but I use. I mean, this is in the future. I, when they but understand, everything. understand right. that 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 works now. You can I mean, do that. I drop wild growth on the whole party as much as I can. I drop it on the tank, and then any of the meleeers meleeers get it. Um, and then I'm always doing little life blooms and rejuves, um, but mostly I'm saving regrowth and nourish for the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, regrowth still being a hot. You know, and and nourish being, and I try not to use 
um, the big one, which I can't remember for the life of me right now. Healing last, Touch. I can't remember the last time I used Healing I Touch. I can't remember. I don't use Healing Touch unless I absolutely have to. It takes so long to cast it. And yes, it's a big heal, but honestly... It never gets off if, in time. Yeah. If you're trying to cast it, you likely won't get it off in time. If you're, if you're in and a situation so, where your tank needs that much health, you've screwed up. Yeah. So I, I sit there and say, I use a lot of my HOTS all the time. The only... Um, fast cast base heal that I use really is Nourish. Yeah, because it's it's great. That's it. That's the only one that really, because it's it's a decent size, you know, it casts a decent amount of heal, and it's fast. It's one and a half, one and a quarter seconds to get that sucker off. So. That's what trolls and worgans will be. It'll be druids. Forgot about that. Yep. Uh, I'm interested in the worgan. (laughs) You'll be able to do a druid if you want. Want to be a canum? Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, they want to give. I wonder if Varg is taken. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm sure it's long gone. Long uh, since I'm taken. sure it's long since taken as well. <laughs> Gotta go check though. <laughs> so Boomkin's getting some rework as well. You saw the magic mushroom was going to be mostly right. there, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, they they partially wanted you know for the healing thing. They just wanted one of your forms that you use on a daily basis to actually look like your humanoid form. Yeah. So you realize that, okay, when whenever drool is in a group... A drool. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm. No, that's bear form. Uh, whenever a druid is in a group role, they're in some kind of transform state. And yeah. they never look like they're sexy selves. No. And now they will. Interestingly enough, I actually spend all my time when I'm not in a group... In my humanoid state, and it's only when I'm in a five-man or a raid that yeah. I'm constantly transmogrified. Yeah. <laughs> into <Point. laughs> I think you know, they need to supply the engineers with a cardboard box that is the transmogrifier. Scientific <laughs> goes point. <laughs> yes, and actually put that in the uh, in the game somewhere. That would be. Give engineers Hilarious. engineers a polymorph where they death grip them into a cardboard box and turn them into a frog, a frog. or a or a worm. That was Calvin's favorite, where he turned all his duplicates into worms yep. so they could go play in the mud all Woo-hoo! the time. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, exactly. Calvin and Hobbs. It, it's not nearly so funny until you realize you're raising Calvin. And then <laughs> I understand. He just brought us his tooth. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and he's waiting for his loot. <laughs> so, chamois. Ah, uh, yes. What are shammies. they getting? What are the, what are the Well, hype? let me tell you what they're getting taken away. Okay, what are you losing? <laughs> We're losing cleansing totem. Okay. Yeah, um, but they're totally—they're re- completely revitalizing the dispel system. I yeah, mean, druids are losing abolish poison well, because the way that everything works that way is changing. But I know this but. is a big change they were putting in towards the dispelling mechanic in Dispels general of all yeah. kinds. They want to change it up and they want to make basically their intent is to make dispelling a decision a and yeah. not a spam until it works. Uh-huh. So basically, if you spam it, you've casted it, and now you have to wait the cooldown, uh-huh. whether or not the person needed it. So you actually have to be ah. a lot more uh, um, you know, focused on whether or not they have the debuff on them or whatever you're See, trying I'm really, to get rid I'm of. See, I'm really cautious about casting those because it takes a little bit of time to track them down. It's your global so, cooldown, too. You burn your global cooldown. It could be used for heal. So. Yeah, right. exactly. And so I do the, you know, when I'm trying to do remove poison or remove curse um, on something, it's that's I do use it abolish poison. There's I do still, use it with circumspection. Well, there's there's still fights where that's absolutely vital, and I was reminded of that. I actually broke the druid out a little bit 
the other day and was running Halls of Lightning, I think it is, and there's the uh, spear-throwing guys near the end that throw a poison spear. Mm-hmm. And I was lax about abolishing the poison and lost a party member when I absolutely should not have because I forgot that it was a one, two, and, the, and their health bar is gone kind of a poison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's still fights where... And there's uh, what's-his-face in... Uh, well, Pitis... Pulling a Strathone. There's also Pitisaron. Pitisaron has some nasty had, ones. Had ones where I was, I was abolishing poison a lot. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the main thought that they're looking at to get rid of this totem, though, is because it's a thoughtless Right, activity. you throw it down and you're done. Yeah. I don't have any more time to press more buttons. <laughs> that's the problem. Capture keep, it. I'm with you. the totem. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what they're doing. They're basically saying they want it to be a choice, which is, in my opinion, what's probably going to happen is Enhancement Shamans probably are not even going to bother with it because they have so many other things that they need to do for other party members and it's just cutting more and more and more into their DPS. actual DPS. But that keeps you alive longer. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Your oh, job. Go, go so, get in the kitchen and respect uh, resto, woman. Exactly. Gosh. <laughs> so, okay, done with that tangent. But anyway, um, our eighty-five, our level 85 spell is going to be um, Spirit Walker's Grace, which basically is uh, you don't, you're yes, not interrupted. Isn't it? So you cannot be interrupted. You cannot be interrupted by movement or um, even by attacks. Which is really nice. So yeah. it makes us the new paladin, mm-hmm. sort of. Maybe they yeah. are getting rid of paladins. No, I'm just kidding. We are being they're being assimilated into all other classes. <laughs> Druids will now be wearing plate. <laughs> there you go. Though they effectively already are wearing plate. Yeah. So yeah. So there's that. Um, they're doing uh, most of their changes to. Um, they've got some resto changes coming up with some uh, what healing wave. Healing um, rain. Healing rain, sorry. Yeah, yeah level 83. Oh, um, how I wish it would rain. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually a, the few times I have been forced to heal. Um, the <laughs> rain buff is my favorite. So <laughs> the healing rain where it's a, quite a, it's an area of effect versus right. just the single person is going to be really nice for those of you who enjoy healing. God knows why. Because hey. it rocks. <laughs> as, a, as a shaman. Okay, well, I... I yeah, Give I, you the reason why I heal on the druid. Okay, cue up on gnomewise. Yeah, I eighteen know. minutes later, <laughs> I just miss you know coming back from a bio break. Oh god, I missed. Oh no, I gotta wait fifteen, eighteen more minutes now for my daily random. <laughs> cue up on the druid. The key isn't even like sprung back at the next <laughs> position for me pressing it down. Boom! You're welcome to your dungeon as healer. Yep. Yeah, they need uh, healers yes. and tanks, but that also requires the other thing I hate. Which is pugging. Pugging? Okay. Pugging. Okay, Puggy so pug. there's bees. I know there's bees outside, baby. It'll be okay. Oh, Christ. <laughs> okay, well, you stay in here with me where the bee can't get you. And, and, and <coughs> here's what. We are really, really glad that we have some some bigger, like, right bumblebees in our backyard yes, these days. Yes, because of your tree, yeah. We wish to be pollinated. We wish we our tree limes. to be pollinated, yes. And, well, we're having such a problem with the bees. I mean, they're, they're getting killed all over the country. Yes. Mm. So be it's going to be a real, real problem for our fruit. beekeeping now fruit. time. Yeah, uh, that's a big thing. So, so. so um, some of the other changes are actually um, making... What was the other one that was really big? Oh, the... In chamois or just in general? In chamois, actually. Um, 
Do you remember what we were talking about the other day? No, I mean, they're adding at level 81, they're going to have a uh, primal or some sort of weapon change to where you can unleash your whatever spell you have on your weapons and based on which enhancement, which elemental enhancement you're using powers you so if you're using wind fury you're most likely enhancement at the time anyway so it's going to help you with your enhancement if you're using something like the water one it helps your healing and you know uh the flame one helps your elemental dps Which, that's what we were talking about they're doing away with the flame tongue right flame tongue's flame going tongue's away be wrath yeah, they're yeah, going to want us wrath. to do yeah but the thing is the totem of wrath right now is in the same vein as the wind fury mm-hmm. so you can't put both of them down at the same time right which means that you're going to have to decide what are they But it's replacing Flame Tongue Totem. So it's going to be on the Flame side, Wind Fury's air. So they're going to change it over to Flames? Yeah. Okay. Fuego! So they're interested in, uh, one of the Grave Void questions is, I'm more interested in Undead. Um, wonder if the pets will take on a diseased skin or something like that. And they're saying Warlocks might meld with Death Knights? Just in terms of capacity? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't read this section yet, yep. so... Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going, doing the quickie preview, I read the priest because I have a, an 80 priest, and the quick changes on them is they're giving us a heal that's in between greater heal and flash heal, so which is nice. And then so you'll have something that's middle of the it's road. It's the middle of the road heal, so yeah. for, you know, another tool in the bag. And it's then the holy water heal. The strange one is leap of faith, which is a reverse death grip where you can, you can grip party members and bring them to you. To pull them out of the fire. Oh, nice. Huh. Which I like to say is pug grief. Because <laughs> they'd be like, Tink, come here. <laughs> oh, my God. The whirlwinding mob just murdered everybody. Um, so I'm hoping they, that one probably needs some thought around it. Because in PvP, I can see the value a ton. In PvE, it's kind of like, that's a strange one. I can see DKs and priests playing playing player character ping pong. Well, one of my thoughts was if if you can actually do this, you would set up your priests in Warsong Gulch and you would chain pull the flag carrier right. across. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. so. Well, I mean, one of the things that's getting me or it would be fun about that actually is the um, basically if you were if you were able to pull a rogue or some other caster who doesn't realize they're standing in the green poo yes, exactly. or they're standing in the fire yeah. or they're standing in yeah. the, and you pull them out over to you. It'd be like that. I don't want to save your butt or have to resurrect you. We could actually use the damage. So yeah. I'm just going to pull you over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's you know? the intent that, that yeah. they're trying to go for. Yeah. Except the, the first thing that happens is the priest is going to pull them into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and cook like, them. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean... It's, I, I see what they're trying to do, but we'll see if it Who works out. Who you calling squishy now? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Unleash Weapon was the other one I was yeah. talking about. Okay. That's, that's the one where, yeah, based yeah. on the elemental you have on your weapon, it, you, can, you can give it up right. for a burst of for something. For a burst of something, yes. Well, the quickie on the warriors, or the most interesting one I saw there, obviously if you play a warrior, mm-hmm. read the full thing, uh, is that they're going to try to make Fury uh, available for one-handed weapons. Make that a viable, they're going to give you an ability that gives you the same type of bonus as Titan's Grip, which is, because normally right. a Fury warrior is dual two-handed weapons. Right. They want to now make it so that they have that option of going dual one-handed If you, if you have some nice dual regular one-handers, right. you're not giving up some massive props. That's that's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was a, a There's plenty change. of good one-handed weapons in the, in the game. Sure. Axe rogue that I am. 
today. Till some that's that's yeah. the rogue mantra. <laughs> Level up all your weapon skills because you never know. Uh-huh. Exactly. All right, that brings us up against the break. And in this break, we have another episode of Snack Break. Yes. From Kitchen Noob. Yep. Coming your way live. Well, unless you're listening to the podcast, in which case you know that it's not live, but recorded live, so I'm going to say live, and I'm going to stop talking now. On Versus the <laughs> World Radio, VTW Productions. Oh, you're going to make me do it now, aren't Dot you? Dot com. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> okay, remember, I'm sitting in front of the keyboard today. I know. I'm taping you next week. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're going down. Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your casually hardcore snack break, only on vtwproductions.com. I am the Kitchen Noob, and today I'd like to talk to you about a post on the vtwproductions.com forum under the Food Geek Central. There you'll find a forum thread by the name of Cheap, Quick, Easy, and Healthy Meals Posted by GoHex, wherein he asks for suggestions that a college student that can eat on the cheap and still remain healthy. So I'd like to throw in my two cents with one of my favorite foods, Okonomiyaki. For those unfamiliar, Okonomiyaki is a style of Japanese pancake, usually with meat, noodles, several other things, cabbage. It's easy to stretch a very long way on a very tight budget. Now, let's jump right in. First, you're going to take four eggs and lightly beat them with three quarters of a cup of water and a tablespoon of fish sauce. If you don't have fish sauce, you can completely ignore this step. Next, add in a cup of all-purpose flour and mix until there's no lumps left in it. Next, we're going to gather our protein. You're going to need about 8 ounces of chicken, beef, shrimp, anything pre-cooked and ready to go. Leftovers are very suitable for this step. Then you take 10-ish medium-sized cabbage leaves, preferably Napa cabbage if you can find it, and chop them thin. Next, you're going to mix all your cabbage, all your protein with your egg and flour mixture. Now that you have that all ready to go, we've got to prepare our cooktop. If you're a college student and you don't have access to a skillet, you can use a George Foreman grill. The key here is to prop the George Foreman grill up so that it's flat. I do this at home by using a brick. If you don't have access to a brick, anything that's non-flammable will work just fine. Let your George Foreman come up to temperature and then spray it with pan release. It's very important. Important, even though the George Foreman is already a non-stick surface, you don't want it to stick to any of the ribbing inside the George Foreman. Give your batter a quick stir and then ladle or pour into the George Foreman grill about, I'd say, six inches worth of okonomiyaki. You can close your George Foreman at this point, but I don't recommend it. You don't really get the okonomiyaki feel. It kind of smushes it, and it gives you kind of an ugly product. So what I recommend is you just flip your okonomiyaki when it's golden on one side. Just lift it up a little, give it a little peek underneath, and see if it's done. It'll take about five minutes on each side, and that's about it. The only thing you're going to need is you could use some okonomi sauce, which you can find on Amazon. It's ridiculously expensive, but if that's the only place, if you don't have access to an Asian market... Go ahead and buy it. Make sure you use the widget on the Casually Hardcore page. 
a few other ideas for you to use this okonomiyaki. If you're a ramen noodle person, you can cook up some ramen noodles, and then you put a small handful of them down on the George Foreman before you pour your batter. Pour it right over top, and you get some really nice crispy noodles inside of there. That'll be it for me this week. Please feel free to stop by the Food Geek Central forum thread on vtwproductions.com. Thank you very much for joining me, the Kitchen Noob, on Casually Hardcore Snack Break, only on vtwproductions.com. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, and we are we and you are you. Now, how Star Trek are we? How Star Trek are we? Yeah. Well, no, I've, I've, How do you mean? That's a very strange question. No, no well, I'm a very, I'm a very strange person. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, just <laughs> the the kinds of things that we talk about, you know, doing as topics. We we did the iPad, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's not lost on me that those handheld computer devices in Star Trek: The Next Generation were called pads. Sure. The name was P A D D, and it <laughs> stood stood for something in their little lexicon, but. It's effectively where we have gotten to. I mean, every time I play with you know, what I, I laughingly refer to as my smartphone, which is actually just a high-powered pocket computer, which is wired to a worldwide data network wirelessly, I mean, isn't that a tricorder? I mean, are we not... Does it make the... <laughs> you can make it. can be programmed. Okay. You can make it. Well, today. once it makes the doot. Then you may have a point. That's a communicator. No, no. That's a communicator, you loser. I would say that you. I would say that you don't. I would say that you don't have. Not a very point. Star Trek. Then is the answer to your question. <laughs> My God, your yeah. geek cred just went down the drain. Uh, yeah, right, right down. I, um, I prefer Star Wars to Star Trek, <laughs> except for episodes one through three, of course. My um, <laughs> except for fifty percent of the canon. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. yeah How's Searcher Spock? Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so, although the new one rocked, but anyway, mm. my um, massive do-over. Well, you know, I disagree. Tricorder was a scanning device, and and did you not see me demoing Google goggles to my parents and watching them freak out? No, I didn't see that. What is Google goggles? Google goggles is frightening <laughs> as hell. Is what it is. All right, it is a visual search engine. I take a picture of something, Google Goggles analyzes it, and then does a Google search based on what it thinks you just took a picture of. I was taking pictures of unlabeled framed wall art at my parents' house, and it was correctly identifying the piece of art the artist was doing searches on the artist just by me taking a picture, and that was it. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and you can do it. You can take pictures of landmarks. You know, it's, it's better at certain things. I was taking pictures of you know wine labels on bottles saying, yes, this is that, that vintage and from this winery. Like, okay, that's kind of creepy. So that's that's pretty futuristic. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. it's not. It's here no, now. No, I know. But I mean, I, I right. by saying how Star Trek-y, you're ba- yeah. let, don't pigeonhole us into that one genre. No. It's basically how much to the sci-fi future are we now living in? Right, right. Fi- I mean, okay, we don't have our flying cars. Right. Or jetpacks. But, I mean, we probably could, but just the... If it, if it the, the, the death toll would be astronomical. We kill each other enough with land-based Yeah, yeah exactly. When, the... you, when you add a third dimension to this, I think you've got some real... 
automation of travel you've got to put in place first before you actually add three dimensions to individual travel the, vehicles. The Z-axis escapes us. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, wasn't there that one Darwin Award where the gentleman who put a jet engine on a car <laughs> yeah. and ended up, yeah, that was the ended j- up scraping him off of a he slammed oh, it a into mountain. a mountain. Yeah, yeah, that was the Jado jet pack. It's an urban myth, but yeah. 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 That was yeah. great sound That was story. the Jado the jet pack, yeah. The and they, in fact, you can't turn those off. It's a solid rocket booster. It just burns until it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsie. So, yeah. it was a, a, you know, a little bit of a, um, I think there's a lot of things that actually came from, the, you know, the science fiction universe. We read about them or we see them on television. And, and some scientist or some child growing up watching that genre goes, I'm going to make that for yeah. real. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got the guy who built the Fab Lab at MIT. And his, manufacturing. his whole thing is he wants to build a replicator. Mm-hmm. That is what his whole, his life goal, I want a replicator. And the, the materials technology and the, um, the wherewithal and the knowledge on the internet. And the, so I want to make my own custom jeans, right? Mm-hmm. I just print them at home on my home manufacturing and it, it's one of those things where mm. as the smart fabrics, as everything else starts to get more and more, this is maybe, I'd guess, 20, 25 years into the future as they start working on these technologies. But a lot of it exists now in the lab. And um, the students at, at MIT have a great time when they can to get to play with that sort of thing, the grad students there. Well, you definitely see in a lot of, uh, even in science fiction that writers produce, a lot of times they're taking what's today, somebody's discovered at least theoretically this might be possible in the future, and that's what they make then in their stories, and (laughs) thus we catch up. It's kind of like a circle that goes around. You know, somebody says, well, this might be possible, and the guy goes, well, let me write a story about it. They go, okay, well, that sounds really good. Let's let's shoot for that. Let's shoot for that. (laughs) Eric the Wise says, we're not Star Trek, we're cyberpunk. Yeah. I like cyberpunk. So. More, more so. Yeah. But yeah. the I mean, you still can't kill anybody with your phone. Sure, you can. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess if you, you throw, throw it hard with, with the appropriate training. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking uh, phone and, and the ability to transmit signal. You could mess up people with electronic devices embedded in them. Like um, oh, pacemaker. pacemakers yeah, sure. and things like that. You Remotely reprogram a little pacemaker. I'm going to hack your chest. <laughs> well, and sadly, hey, baby. and sadly, that could be something that you, you would want. Ever had your chest hacked? That you would want to guard against. <laughs> if it has to do with my heart continuing to beat, I don't want my chest yeah. hacked. Thanks yeah. very much. Well, it's, I mean, it's an interesting. That that would be one of those things, though, where they go, "Well, why would I ever need to interface with my pacemaker?" Well, from a medical standpoint, though, that'd be really interesting. Instead of having to cut you open every time, they could just you know do a diagnostic. And those already exist. Remotely. Did exactly. you see the new the new um, stethoscope? Mm-mm. I think it's like $395. Oh. It looks, form factor, it is exactly the same as the old stethoscope. You know, the one that's existed for 200 years. The one they keep in the fridge, yeah. Yeah. They put it, but they put it on your chest now, and it picks up the uh, their signals and the sound, and it can actually detect heart murmurs and valve issues and all kinds of things right through as it's listening. So you get the regular dub, 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 dub. But it's also gathering all kinds of extra data. And it's recording the sound and everything that it's doing so that it transmits. Bluetooth. Right? Mm -hmm. Basically back to, and right there you have the record of, I've listened to your heart, here's what it says, and it breaks it down right there and says, you have a heart murmur. You have it's a dangerous defect. You have a valve leaking. It's this valve. 
here's what we're going to want to look sure. at. It's And literally, so the guy spent, I think, 20 years building in and doing all of the designs for this and it's literally available so, on the market right now. Medical tricorder. Three yeah. three ninety five. Well I mean then you take if, that if to it's the next cold though. Three hundred and ninety five. You can take it way. to the next step though where it transmits and it actually then is reviewed by some specialists half a world away at the same time you exactly. know, well, consult on and that. To me, and this is the telemedicine right. place where we're heading. Telemedicine and it's already heavily used video conferencing just to be able to, you know, interview patients from far away sure. in areas where the doctor's just not available regularly. But the big thing that I'm seeing that I think is ha, has really been the turning point has been wireless internet. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. to me, that's just Douglas Adams saw it ages ago with the sub-Ethernet. Mm-hmm. And we now, we have the sub-Ethernet. And, and Hitchhiker's Guide is easy because you can access Wikipedia from your wireless phone. Ta-da, you have the guide. <laughs> Actually, the, iP- the iPad's probably more the form factor that he had pictured for the yeah. guide. So basically all iPads should read, don't panic, on the front of them. You, right. <laughs> the decal should be handed out with every single one of them yeah. because it's the freaking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And the biggest thing about it was Google Goggles that really got me thinking about it because none of the work happens on the smartphone. Sure. It just takes the picture and hands it off to the cloud where massively powerful computers return a, a rapid result. Right. That means... Or, or you're actually doing almost a neural network and it's using it's, it's slaving multiple computers instead well, of having access... That's ac- what the cloud in, is. Instead of having access to a super powerful computer, though, you're using a thousand computers for but, a microsecond. But you're using them as one. It's one virtual exactly. computer. That, that's exactly. What, that's what cloud computing is all about. But now... I have a handheld gateway into cloud computing. Right. And all I have to do is point a camera. And when I tap this massive resource over a high-speed wireless network, and can and my device won't need to be upgraded to get new capabilities because right. the upgrading right. is happening out there. In the clouds. That's yeah. huge. Where you no longer have to be on this treadmill of having to get a more and more powerful computer in your pocket now you just need a reliable high-speed connection, which are getting better and mm-hmm. better and better, a decent quality screen, and that's it. And all the magic happens somewhere else. Right. Well, there's also the interface technologies that you're going to have too, though. They're getting how sexier I, and sexier. And sexier. How, do I input, how do I input? How do I get information out? How do I transact? This, this, some of these concepts of tangible computing are coming along. It's just been so exciting to watch all of these kind of breakthrough devices or new application devices. I did get to, to hold and play with the first with my first iPad this week and it was a lot heavier than the Kindle. You di- I did get to see some of the really cool programming and, and algorithms that they put into their e-reader. Um, I got to see you know the videos and how stream how seamless and beautiful the streaming is on the videos and the capacity. You know, in the picture. And again... It, it was just... It was a really, really beautiful device. The most interesting thing that it does is things like Netflix streaming. Right. Where right. the data doesn't stay on the device. It's all about being wired to a larger brain elsewhere. Sure. And you're just interfacing it. So even the iPad leverages that kind of a concept of... The library doesn't have to be on the device as long as you're t- attached to the network somehow. Right. So it's mm-hmm. all about the network. Everything else is really springing from the assumption that you will be have high-speed access to the interwebs at all times. And your device is only interesting and useful when you've got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, that's, yeah, that's definitely the world well, we're in ag- now. And again, you get the, you're always on the grid. 
your device is GPS enabled. So the grid knows where you so are. So the grid knows where you are. Yep. Um, there's all kinds of things. And, and the social networking um, devices. What's the one you've been playing with lately, Noam? Oh, the one that I'm already no longer using? Right. Foursquare? Foursquare, Foursquare yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a nice I, spam. <laughs> I'm like, what is the point of this creation? No, off. Ugh. Yeah. Foursquare is yeah. an interesting thing. I guess if you're a young, hip person who likes to, you know... Broadcast where you're exactly at. Exactly where you are Non-stop. at every micron <laughs> moment of the day. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that got turned off pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, interestingly enough, I guess the inventors got offered something like $100 million for it. And yeah, turned and it turned it down. I'm like, okay, this would be an idiot. No. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who thinks that... They can parlay it into they more. They can parlay it into more. They yeah. can hold out for more. Yeah. I, so. I, I would have taken $100 million. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can give it to me in a in $10 million annuity over the next 10 years. What is that all? Yeah. <laughs> I'll work with the $10 million a year. I'll grow that. And that way, in case I want to blow the first $10 mil, I got exactly. another 90 You coming. can have that screw-off yeah. year. <laughs> you can then. have that screw-off year at that point. Yeah, I mean, whenever, yeah. whenever you fantasize about you know, getting a windfall of money, there's always the, I will be setting aside some mad money. Oh, yeah. Say, so, so, yeah. honey, this $2 million, just kiss it goodbye because I'm going to spend it on stuff that you won't understand yeah. why. It's, yes. it's Brewster's yeah. Millions time at that point. Uh-huh. Just going, right. Buying crazy stamps and sending it places. It'd be awesome. It, no, it's, I, I would. I would literally. I would say, you know, it's first year. Obviously, the first thing you do is you, you pay off your house, everybody else's house that you that you like. What's the matter of what scale and, of the windfall you know, have you got? Yes, We're talking exactly. about two million or two hundred million. Yeah. Well, te- ten million in the first year. I, I suspect that I could pay off a lot of people's that I really enjoy. Not the people that I don't enjoy as much, although that would probably reveal my personal feelings. Those sorts of things. But it's just, you know, it's one of those things where you, you kind of play with that. But yeah, I, I just find that sometimes that's silly. You know, people, it's like, I, I'll stick with door number one, Alex. Mm-hmm. All those people pick door number two. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Door number one was just fine. Yeah. hundred million? Yeah. Dandy. Dandy, yeah. thanks very much. Yeah. I can, I can, I can live, you know, for as long as I care to live, and can stretch out this existence and be completely fine, and leave a ton of money to my descendants. I right. can work that. I don't need more. It is enough. Yeah. Yep. There is a concept that that's a concept that is, has lost in, in the U.S. to a large in, extent. In a lot of people, enough. It's enough. I'm content. I remember watching a show. I think they were visiting Sweden, and, and Swedes apparently have a, a word for enough, sufficient. Where you're not always reaching for the best, and you're not suffering through the worst, you have enough. Hmm. And it's well, but there's more to it. There's almost a cultural element of contentment, yeah, associated mm-hmm. with it. The, the, and and there is a cultural piece of, I don't need more. Mm-hmm. This is what I need. Even though I and could get more, I don't need it. As well, we talk about cutting edge electronic devices yeah. that we must have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a difference too between being early adopters, like truly early adopters. And, and and people who aren't. I would say that in a lot of cases, people who work with technology, it's where do you put your value, right? We put our value in investing in having those early technologies. We want them. 
Because they do, well, now they do yeah. interesting, useful, and cool things. Well, but also you look at it, I mean, there's technology has the sexy factor to it. But if the infrastructure around that hasn't caught up, it doesn't work. The, the stethoscope that tells you everything can be transmitted is a great theory. But we don't even have a unified medical record right now in this country. Right. And right. that type of stuff, that whole just the simple of taking a person's file from one hospital to another it's is a, a mess right now. Right, and right, we right. can't figure out how to do it. So we have to get our, our cultural infrastructure well, and this to catch is, up. And this yeah. is one of the things that lets people abuse the system. Uh, you know, I, uh, you say that you run into a person who is a, um, I don't know, like a, a, a pain pill drug addict. Mm-hmm. Right? So they go from this hospital sure. or ER to that hospital or ER to that hospital to that urgent care center until they find somebody who will give them the yeah. script. Right, and they play against each other. They may have gone to six in a day, and you don't know that because there is no right. unified system. And for the you person to be able that gives the script may be bouncing hospital to hospital because they're giving out scripts illegally, mm-hmm. um, right? And they can't track that either. So. Well, and that's just—I mean—you're looking at what do you what do you do with this sort of thing? And it was interesting when uh, Katrina hit, mm-hmm. and all of those people in New Orleans lost all of their medical records. Their lifetime of medical records were destroyed in the hurricane. And the only people that had backup, out of state, everything was good, were people who were in the military. Mm-hmm. Because they do have a national medical system. Yep. And so, or at least a military-wide. A military-wide. Yeah, and it's backed up in multiple places and you've got access. Because you can move anywhere in the country and still have veterans benefits. Mm-hmm. So it's a... You know, it is a working system. Yeah. Well, I mean, your comment on just when the infrastructure cuts up, it catches up. And I think we're at a moment now where the wireless data infrastructure, and just the data infrastructure in general, Mm -hmm. worldwide, at least in in metropolitan developed, you know, first world areas, has reached this point where we now have this synergy between... Mobile computing with reasonable battery life and good interface and data infrastructure. And we're, and we're seeing the fruits of that synergy. Definitely. By the way, you know that um, Google, in one of their beta products, I don't know if this has gone out fully or not, allows you to upload all of your medical records and they'll keep them for you. <laughs> not yet. They have yeah. to get past HIPAA first before yeah. they'll allow yeah. that. <laughs> well, it's called Google Health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of their beta projects. That means one of the projects that the people at Google mm-hmm. have been allowed to dedicate You can choose 20%. to use it as an individual. Sure. Um, and that's just it. Is It's right now they're going completely around um, the medical uh, infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And going to the individuals and saying, no, no, no. It's your data. You, it's your data. You load it up. Right. Um, and that was launched in May of 2008. So it's been out almost two years now. Yeah. The problem and is, is right now, the, the thought being, though, is if you're laying in a coma somewhere and you have a new doctor that needs to get to that data, they can't get to it right now. Whereas a unified electronic health record, I forget what the actual acronym is, but if once that's there, the actual medical providers will have access to your information no matter what hospital or clinic you're at. Right. Um, Google is a good backup. I mean, for the folks in, like you mentioned, in, like in, New, yeah, Orleans, in New Orleans, yeah. that would be yeah huge <laughs> for them to have that, that uh, backed up somewhere else so I, I would say definitely use it 
but it's still, you know, we still need to get to a point where we have medical professionals that are able to access your data no matter if they're with a Catholic health hospital, Jewish hospital, whatever health system they're part of. Right. And, here, and herein lies the rub because we're in an era where information is power. Sure. Identity theft being the most high-profile example of the abuses that can happen. And I very deliberately have gone about utilizing a lot of the Google offerings just to see what it's all about. Right. Google Voice and other things. Google Voice, Google Docs. Um, Do you use Google Wave yet? I, I can't figure out what to use it for. <laughs> That's my Google. problem, too. <laughs> Google. I like Google Docs very, very much um, for sharing documents online. Easy. You know, simple. You decide who you share it with. I mean, Everyone can multi-edit at the same time, which is nice. I use a phone that you is know. created by Google, so the integration is somewhat good. Mm-hmm. So I decided when I got handed this phone that I would go for it and use it to the max and just see how good it is. And it is fantastic. Right up until the point where I realized that all of my information is in the hands of someone who I pay no money to. Mm-hmm. Right. I have no agreements with them other than ones that they have written and put upon me as the person who agreed to use their services and on their terms. And they're not beholden to me in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no. This is, this is the scariest thing. I mean, this was when we were at some of the security conferences a couple of years ago. People were commenting that, you know, Google is... A tremendous power and a tremendous security risk, like a national security risk at some levels. And it's simply because of the wealth of information contained within it. That I we mean, have willingly handed over to Well, them. even even so, like Google Maps, they they have all of the pictures of all of the military bases. They choose not to show them. That they they took them all. When they were mapping them. Of course. So it's, it was a, and the government had to go and say, you don't get to show these. Mm -hmm. Because for a while there, they were available on Google Maps. Right. Information is power. And it is really, you know. And you have to, you know, I I get these people. Now I hear they're pulling out of China. Oh, yes. I heard that. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. In Hong Kong now. Yeah. It's kind of a, a. a cluster it redirects to, redirects to Hong Kong, but the question is what's going to happen to their infrastructure they've built in China. Are they oh. just going to sell it and retain some sort of ownership? Well, I mean, what it'll, be, it'll be seized by the Chinese government. What they, yeah, of course it will. What they found well, out about not, what they found out about China is that China does what China has always done. China invites the company in, allows the company to build their stuff in China. Plants as many people around the company as possible to learn exactly what's happening and then duplicates the efforts. And then basically says, oh, we own that now. Well, actually, most of the stories have not said that there was any, like, intellectual property dispute. It was over the filtering. However, Google does filter in other countries as well, so maybe there's something behind the scenes going on. But the main thing, I mean, Yahoo had a similar situation, and they left, but they left, sold their company to a a local Chinese company, but retained a large share of it. So they're technically not in China, yet they they sort of are. And the thing is, will Google do the same thing? I don't know. Because right now they're leaving as, like, the moral high road as they go out. Right. Well, and I think that that's part of it, but I don't think that that's necessarily all of it. I mean, it's one of the things that's really interesting is that we don't know as much as Americans. Um, I certainly don't about how 
for example, China does all of its business. And it, <laughs> yeah, nobody outside of China knows. Well, much no, about that's that. what I'm saying. Is Look that at we, the Australians we just, right we just now. don't understand, <laughs> but we don't understand how their country works. We don't understand how their their how the communist approach actually impacts business and their people and their community. And so it's a it's one of those things where you hear all kinds of things, and it's the same thing. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, right? Oh, sure. So Unless who's accurate, who's not, who's, you know, <laughs> less it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> you know that they came out with a, a, lo- a while ago, um, a different version of Wikipedia that is the I cite everything, I prove everything Wikipedia. WikiLeaks. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's, you know, so it's a place to go where if you want to make sure that what you're reading is no, they, they, they get citable and supportable. Controver- controversial uh, they've gotten uh, copies of the ACTA um, treaty that's the uh, international copyright treaty that's uh-huh. being secretly uh, debated between governments and will be secretly agreed upon and, and then we will learn what the terms of the agreement are by how they enforce it after the fact. <laughs> when you're brought to you know, a lawsuit. Yeah, so there's this whole massive secret law that's going that they're trying to put in place for the benefit of corporations and their ability to protect copyrights. And this, that was a major high-profile thing that they got a hold of. We have the text of the treaty. Nice. Come here to download and read it. And, yeah, they've, they've come under massive attack from various governments of, oh, we got, you can't do that, and they're, they're, they've managed to keep their site up. Well, that's the other you know, piece, you know, your information. Well, information is power. Information is power, and the fact that more people have access to information makes it tougher to hide things. <laughs> that, is, you know, that is one definite... With all the negatives that can spring from mm-hmm. the internet, one of the definite positives is information. You know, will set you free to a large extent, and you can't. You know, it used to be you know small governments could just utterly suppress and violate their people, and the word never traveled farther than the adjacent country right. because then you had you know massive control over the information. That is a lot harder to hide these days, for sure. Yeah, and to me, uh, that that can only a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even, when, even when it reveals to you stuff about your own government that you would rather not have known. But I would rather know, be disappointed, and try to change than not know. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I have that conversation with clients a lot. I say, why don't we just use, you know, Gmail for all of our stuff? And I have to give them the speech of, okay, let's just turn all of your uh, daily mission-critical data over to someone who you pay no money to and have no contract with. Yeah. Um, so when it's unavailable or missing, we can do uh, nothing. Yeah, that's that's the bad oh. side for sure. Well, and that's and that's one of the questions that we had because I do think that that there are places where people say, "Well, our email is not that mission critical." Or I, I run into that at the uh, school schools. Yeah, I run into that at the school all the time. Why don't we use Gmail? Well, why doesn't you know? Hey, hey ASU does. You know, is this well? ASU has different servers. You know, they may use for their baseline email, they may say, hey, here's a bunch of Gmail, right? Let's go ahead and do that. But then for for items that tend to be critical or tend to be, you don't put those kinds of items sure. over that email then. It's you putting it out of your own control. So. Yeah. I had a, uh, um, we're wrapping up. We're yep, it's at the break. <laughs> well, let me do, a, are we doing a little shout out or, or is that next? Next. All right. Awesome. So you're listening to Casually Hardcore, Land of the Many Tangents and Technology, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. 
And we got a little music coming up here. A little party freak ass grandma. Can't stop. And we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio for our third or no, our fourth half, right? Yep, this fourth. is our fourth half. Yep. <laughs> our fourth and final final half. Whew. Which third. involves... Technically, it would be a quarter. Oh, hush. yeah. 
saying. <laughs> Therein <laughs> lies the joke. Maybe one day, you know, we'll dev- invent a device that teaches you sports references. Silence! Silence! <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. It is time for emails, shoutouts, and that kind of thing here on Casually Hardcore. And I see that our webmistress, Daxa, has the Facebook page up. I do have the Facebook page. What's going page. on on the Facebook page? Well, since our shoutouts have been kind of a little bit low lately, I told them that they needed to send us shoutouts and send it now. So <laughs> we have some do it now! Do it now! Do it now! <laughs> Actually, that's what it says. Do it, do it now. So we have a couple shoutouts from Facebook. Bring it. Um, Speaking of which, we're up to 850 fans now. Yay! Woo-hoo! Happy dance. Happy dance. Yes. You validate our existence. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is this, 850 is, times. <laughs> do, we need, uh, do we need to have some sort of, we do something special at 1,000 or something? Oh, we should. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what. There's going to be, be clowns. And mm, no, clowns are creepy. We should do something to Gnome Wise. They like when we do that. Oh, that's true. We could tape Gnome Wise. I could hit him, but it might put me in a labor. Maybe with mm. a pie. I don't know. We'll have to think of something. No, don't pie Gnome Wise. <laughs> I have to. He's not stinky. Shave his head. Yeah. No. Mm. Eyebrows. No. <laughs> no. These are all things that like affect. No. Uh, anyway. So we have to leave something that doesn't leave marks then, right? <laughs> so phone books are okay. <laughs> Rubber hose. Maybe our Facebook fans can come up with what we should do the gnome wise. No, 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 no. Do I make myself clear? We'll just allow the thousandth no. fan to choose, choose it. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Adam, the police officer said you need to drink more. So anyways, a shout out to uh, Bloody Lock from Earth and Ring of the AIE Guild, um, who ha- unfortunately says that he wanted to finish his Guinness first before he sent his shout out. But that's his shout out. Shout out for Guinness. <laughs> shout out for hey, Guinness. Hey, shout out for Guinness. Hey, more, more of a Smitwicks fan myself, but okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I have a shout out. Bring it. To all of the people who came to the party today. That would be uh, Dread Knight and Pizpit. And Sylvan and Bloody Bones and Gildina the Noble and Clank and Zytam and Torin Wise um, and Chiniki, who I always mispronounce, so I'm just going to keep mispronouncing it. And of course, Barry VA is here. Let's see, who else did I miss? <laughs> oh, Eric the Bat. I missed Eric the Bat. With a name like that. Oh, with a name like that, I missed well, him. What from the Black know? Void, I have several. And there you go. From Pusar, before she logged out. I said Bloody Bones. <laughs> I got <laughs> Bloody Bones. Don't kick the and baby. And Boba Fettish. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> kick the baby. I'll kick the baby. And from, as Pusar was leaving, she said, later, kiss the belly from me. Mwah. Mwah. A kiss oh, to the belly. Oh, she kicks. See? Aw, oh, that's not fair. She likes Pusar. Oh. And we also have from just bad. Frozen Chaos. Can I get a shout out to me because it's my birthday? And one and one and a shout out to my fiance, Drista. Her birthday was on Friday. Please, shouting out, shouting oh. out. Uh, shout out to Boba Fetish for giving Dread Knight gold for his flying training. So there we go. 
Dude, yeah. where's mine? Boba Fetish. For one of my many alts. Oh, and Gunhilda was here for a while, too. So oh, We got an out. email here from Chiniki. So Bring I'll, it. I'll just go with your pronunciation. It's a wall text, so I'm going to summarize. Uh, basically... Yada, 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 went into a uh, Halls of Lightning pug, and then we'll get into some good quotes from here. Uh, as they were approaching, General Bjargrim, uh, the first boss there, when the tank suddenly stopped and said, Hunter, you can't stay in that state. You can't do any damage that way. Turn it off now. Well, he was in bunny buddy He was state. in bunny face, yeah. say. But he was noticing he was doing damage while yeah. in bunny state, so... He said he didn't see how his damage was affected, so I asked, what state? I could just imagine the tank pulling his hair out as he shouts, what state? You're a bleeping rabbit. (laughs) So I responded, no, I'm not. Want some cake? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, want some carrot cake. (laughs) So at the tank stormed off, refused to talk to me for the rest of the run. Um, Yeah, I wonder why. And shortly afterwards, he took some damage and the costume was dispelled. Oh, well. So otherwise, the tanks, however, the tanks... uh, Attitude did not improve. Uh, basically, it was chain pulling, not letting anybody get mana, loot, do anything else. And the they priest, had a healer who had said, first time. Hope, first time, my first heroic since digging 80, please be gentle. And the tank said, oh, too bad. And basically, it got to the point where it said I was. They were tired. He was tired of waiting on the priest's mana, so booted the priest, replaced with a tree, and uh, finished the run that way. So it seemed like it was a kind of a ridiculous event. <laughs> and so his question is, is my question is, have any of you encountered this new and insidious mindset that is infecting the common tank? Do you think these tanks' attitudes will change or should we melt them down for the metal? Uh, <laughs> also, at some point, can you give them a bender drop-in? And shout out to BPF and, or, and the Carpet Sharks as well as Gunhilda, Boba Fetish, and Barry VA. Um... So as you look for the Bender one, you'll run into those types of yeah. tanks, of course. I mean, it's it's part jerk, of life. Jerk. Honestly, I would say if you were in a group that was decent, they probably should have kicked the tank. No kidding. <laughs> yep. That would have been the more appropriate uh, response because really that's the only way you're going to curb that behavior. And here comes. <laughs> oh, you got to feel sorry for that guy. And I, I have to feel sorry for Hornstar. Hornstar. Excuse me. Hornstar. Hornstar, who is the Torin who came um, to dance. And then there was another one that I missed who is Captain Um, Yes. Captain Sane. Captain Sane. Die F. Moore. And, yeah, I missed them at the party because I couldn't get up to get the paper to write down the names in the party this time because I'm not supposed to be. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. Getting up. <laughs> yeah. Duh, she doesn't want contractions. No. <laughs> All right. And uh yeah, it's time to run to the forge and visit the spirit healer. So Barry VA, consider that your PM. Way to go, A-hole! <laughs> okay, well on that I guess. Bring it. That's not a good one. Um I actually have a big shout out to the Phoenix Comic Con staff from Aaron. Who who put it on Facebook? So okay. there you go. Big Aaron shout out is to the, shouting out to the Phoenix. To the Phoenix. I'm assuming she's either part of it or hopefully we'll see them soon. We'll, we'll see. be seeing yes. you there. Yeah. That's interesting. One of my email contacts over there is named Aaron. Mm. I wonder if it's the same it person. Dun, the same dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Small world syndrome. <laughs> okay. Also from so. the Black Void, I have a shout out from two more shout outs. One from Auron. I'd like to put a shout out to my guild, Mostly Dead. 
If Gnome can oh, do a drop-in for me dead. as well. That's sure, awesome. I can do a drop-in. Drop-ins are easy. Let's see. Let's pick one totally at random here. <laughs> and follow it up with... Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? <laughs> and we also have a shout-out from the Black Void from Rink. Can I get a shout-out to my guild, Nightsong Moon, and Team WTF for downing Putricide 10-Man on Friday. Woohoo! Shout-out nice. so given. Shout-out so given. Anyone got an email? Um, I, grab one? I do, but I'm running to the forge right now. I want the one that's the baby question. Okay, I got one here that's pretty quick. Uh, this is entitled Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Origins oh, Awakening. Yes, I saw that one. Uh, let's see here. Hey, what's up, fellow Jim Butcher fans? I was wondering if you could talk about Dragon Age on Casually Hardcore and about the kind of characters you're playing. I am an arcane warrior spirit healer, and that allows me to become an indestructible moving hot. I've even managed to have three spirit healers in my party with cleansing aura up, meaning my characters don't even really need to heal with which rules. Have you guys started playing Awakening? If you haven't, stop breeding because it doesn't want to ruin it for us. Um, continue on. What is some of your favorite gear, either for looks or stats? Um, and that's pretty much it. It's a great day. I don't see who a name of actually somebody has sent it, so I'll just go with the first name, Dylan. Um, I personally haven't started Awakenings yet. I did beat Origins. I did a Arcane Warrior Blood Mage because I was playing a very good character, except I did sacrifice that one kid <laughs> to become a Blood Mage. <laughs> except I did sacrifice that one kid. It was kid. for the greater good. The Blood Mage powers were just too They're useful. <laughs> I had to stop the Darkspawn invasion. One child's life, you know, greater good. What are you, so Torchwood? The- so the yeah. good of the many outweighs Basically, the good of yeah. the amp. The good of an area effect stun outweighed <laughs> this kid's life. You <laughs> sacrifice this child for an AOE stun? You don't understand <laughs> how useful. Have you, haven't, have you played Dragon Age yet? No. Oh, no. You play it for a little bit, and you'll be like, oh, my God, I understand now why I need an AOE stun. You are yeah. constantly, like, triple teamed uh, for each character you have in your party. But that was the one I played. I restarted to go through a with a more evil bent, except maybe I will say the kid. More evil time. than child sacrifice? Oh my god, is one kid. <laughs> that makes um, me a sad panda. <laughs> <laughs> my, my second iteration right now is a human uh, rogue, or whatever they're called in the game, but basically rogue type character. Yeah, so. And, no, I, I, this is too perfect of an opportunity to use one of the new drop ins. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go to hell when I die. I'm gonna go to hell when I die. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. You so are going to hell for that You're one. You're going straight to hell so for that I one. So I have a shout-out to my guild leader, Monkey Wrench slash Shotgun, for helping me get to Dalaran, and that is from Dread Knight. Cool. Um, and I, I have an email that is is a little bit of wall of text. It's two questions, actually. Summarize. Um, summary of the summary. The, the first question is baby question. Um, people were kind of talking about... Um, how can how do you afford kids? Yeah, you know they, 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 the couple had <laughs> the couple had just bought a house. Um, uh, my husband and I just bought a house. We've been in it for eleven days or so. They had a closing date on April first. Yay, no more money. 
Um, yeah, because that's what houses do to you as well. Um, anyway, while at the bank one day, I noticed some signage about getting a mortgage. It was something about a couple, and it said 6.27 p.m. Wife finds out she's pregnant. And under it, another one, 6.28, apartment starting to look small. Also on a related note, there was one of the shows on home and garden television about buying a house, and the couple were expecting a baby soon. How much does it cost to have a baby? Can you really afford one with a new mortgage and all those extra costs? It's going to be tight. Yeah, it, I mean, it depends on, on how reasonable you were in buying your house and how you set up your financing and what your payments are. And, um, I mean, in in Arizona, and whether or not someone's staying home or someone's, someone's going back to work or whether you're both going back to work or what the... Because if one of you is the primary breadwinner and you have an opportunity to stay home, someone has... One of you has an opportunity to stay home. That can save you a lot of money. Um, in Arizona right now... Uh, for infants, daycare costs about two hundred dollars a week. Um, so it's about it's between eight hundred and a thousand dollars a month to have daycare for a child. That's just the daycare. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that includes formula or diapers, one or the other. Typically, not both. Formula and diapers is a lot more than that. So it is. It's very expensive. It is as much, if not more, than a house payment. Certainly more than a car payment to to have a baby. And, Not to um, be taken lightly, to say the least. Yeah, and I think that if people thought about it pretty conscientiously, you know, the way this couple are, they would say, can we afford this at this point in time? Plus, it, it also depends on your um, the structure of friends and family that you have around you. Because right. yep. we, we, I, we would never have been able to afford it. Aridan when he was little, but we just had family who really all pitched in and was great and helped with a lot of the expenses. I think we also had like five um, baby showers. I mean, it was <laughs> ridiculous. So yeah, I know. So you know, it just depends on you. Have to just weigh all your resources and see from there. Yeah. But yes, they are. Exp- they're ex- expensive if you want to give them everything you've never had. But when you think about it, third world countries. Have plenty they of children. Don't, yeah. Who well, and they, but they also kind of. Yeah. Many of them live in that in a in a village environment mm-hmm. where it's everyone's responsibility. Exactly. In the U.S., people don't approach it that way. Yeah. They really don't. And so, it's a you know obviously y- you do things like nannies. They're three times as expensive oh, as daycare. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um and family and, ne- and never as reliable. Genuinely, family is the best if your family can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mother-in-law was was really. Um, adamant that she did not want Nemesis going to daycare. And she took him for, for two weeks. And after two weeks, she said, I, I can't do it anymore. She didn't realize that she it's was hard. she was much older mm-hmm. than when she had raised her children and didn't realize the strain it would put on her. And so we ended up, you know, putting him into putting him into daycare. I was willing to let her try. Absolutely. Um, but you just have those at the time, my mother knew better. She was like, have fun at daycare, dear. <laughs> it was the difference between grandkid number one and grandkid number eight. <laughs> it was kind of the difference there. You learn, you learn your balance. So the, the answer is they're, they're very expensive. And again, it just depends on, on the things you need to do and, and what you've chosen. Um, the uh, the wow-related question, if you want to read it. It's not me. I'm not doing that. Nope, that's my microphone. Um, I'm not sure how to word the question correctly. So I was in Heroic Pit of Saren one time running a shadow priest. There was another priest healing and some other people. So 
we will we clear to that hill everyone hates with the chick yeah. that summons some undead oh yeah well I go do my normal shadow priest thing mind control her and use improved shadow bolt hits two targets to DPS everything down so we get through those two groups and proceed on to the next fight with the undead mages and melee mobs the circle of ice mages circle of ice the mages cast that yep. locks everyone in place is annoying yep. so I go ahead and mass dispel once I see it starting. Eventually the priest healing tells me he never thought of doing either one of those things and thanks me for pretty much showing him him or her clever use of spell tune mechanics not seen since the burning crusade have you ever had something like that happen lately? P.S. Sorry if anything doesn't make sense or if there's terrible grammar slash spelling just got home from an 8 hour back shift and been up since noon yesterday so yeah, um, actually, I learned in that exact same part of that exact same instance the other day how to bypass two of those groups. You, yeah. As soon as you kill, it can crick. You loot, you mount, and you run up there, and you can get past the first group if you all mount and get up there right away before they get set and before their aggro detectors go off. Yep. So you can get past the first annoying group. Then you hug the wall on the left hand side. Climb up the mountain slightly, and you can walk past the second group. Huh. Eventually, so. the Lichkin's going to kill you for doing that. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. And then, then you have to kill the other, the two remaining the traditional way. Sure. But you get to bypass a couple of the more annoying groups if you're That's quick. Good. If you're quick about it. I've never seen that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's always, there's always little tricks. Not everybody learns all the time every single trick of the trade on their class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would take it as a compliment that you saw something. That they saw something and they saw you do some cool things and that they were paying attention yes. and yeah. noticed what you were doing just and, steamrolling. and right. are going to take it away with them. And that, I think, is, is actually important. And it says something of actually, quality about this other healing priest. Mm-hmm. Saw another trick in uh, Utgard Keep. When you walk into the room with the furnace, mm-hmm. Walk against the flames to the left, and somebody with range attack one of the guys on the other side of the flames. You kill that group, that flame wall goes down, you walk straight out. Oh, nice. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, nice. I mean, there's... You don't a, have to go around the circle anymore. A lot of those have yeah. uh, interesting tricks. Yeah, I mean, and some of them get patched. I mean, obviously, there was that whole thing in Halls of Reflection where you could <laughs> do that yeah. a little differently. Yeah, yeah. 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 when Grail says the, the words, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, worry about, you know, the watch out, that type of stuff. Of but yeah. for classes, sure. I mean, there was a while where in the Sarafane fight in Ice Ground Citadel where he cast this thing called Mark of the Champion on, or mm-hmm. Mark of the Falling Champion on yeah. somebody that makes him start taking as much damage that the tanks are taking. It's a nasty buff you have to heal through. Well, if he picked the rogue and you were fast, I mean, watching for it, you could vanish and stop his cast. So it was a way of doing it, but now he just recasts it on somebody else. But for a while there, it was a neat way of getting around that uh, really nasty ability of his. So, I mean, yeah, always keep an eye out. You know, read your forms as well and read uh, stuff from your class, and you can find out a lot of good tips. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you might be surprised if you thought it was something that was that was... Basic, and you've been doing since the Burning Crusade. Don't you know? Don't take offense. It just means you've been practicing longer, or you've seen play techniques, or you just have more experience. Part of life is about kind of teaching people sometimes. Yep. So this was that was by the way from Diana, and she has an absolutely fabulous little quote at the bottom, which I knew the first half, but not the second half. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, which is a problem if you're powerless. <laughs> yeah. So, I like that. I do have a correction. 
Okay. You go, girl. Um, Aaron is a dude, and Aaron is also Chaos Wolf. Okay. And Irish. Ah. Uh, so Chaos Wolf was the one who said that shout out to Comic-Con staff, but he was crying to me, so I'm going to have to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually put <laughs> slash cry at Dexa. <laughs> so. Oh, you ruined my uh, 50 so, minutes of fame. So he is a dude, and I apologize. And uh, so far, we have six suggestions of what to do to gnome-wise when we reach 1,000 fans. Oh, yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, I said do something special. I didn't say torture my husband. That's special. That's special. It's <laughs> a certain I, I, love. I, 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 Are you smoking crack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Gwen will be behind it. That's three, three, you know, three votes for. <laughs> I have to live with him. I'm it's sure it'll be nothing permanent-ish. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one here that says cut his legs off. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, we're not going to maim. No, no. There I'm be going to slay all of you. <laughs> Making you sing the cover I'm defending you here. You can't slay me with the rest of these fools. Oh, I think making you sing the cover co- a cover of the llama song on air. See, there's that. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Oh, by the way, the two posters that got sent in, that oh, very yeah. top email. Shadow, Shadow Priest posters, yeah. Shadow Priest, going slash OOM so you don't have to, Yeah, was the first one. And the second one, I think Gnomewise read it best. What, we give you health? We, gi- we give you mana. We give you health. Can we get your fat ass a pillow while we're at it? Yeah. (laughs) Shadow Priest, we give you mana. We give you health. Can we get your pampered ass a pillow? Question mark. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, baby, yeah! It's set up just like those motivational and Uh demotivational posters, which just really cracks me up. Don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a party. No offense. <laughs> so thank you everyone who came to uh, join me for the visit to the spirit healer this week. Um, as always, that is optional because I know it does result in a repair bill. Um, and uh, I think we are getting close to the end here. We're going to port back to Dalaran. And next Barry's week, feeling lovely. Anyway. We have a book club book. Ah yes, what oh. is our book club? Because last you week know, we talked about. Okay, have any of you read it? Because I actually work next week. I won't be able to be here. <gasps> Which one? What's the book? It's the third. Oh, yeah, I've read it. Third book of the... Princess Fury. Yeah. Captain's Cursor's okay. Fury. Yeah. Cursor's Fury. So it's up to you, because I think so far you've read it, too. Okay, so oh, two yeah. people have read it. It's up to you guys if you want to do it next week or wait, but whatever. Yeah, we'll see how we feel at the time. Okay. But stand well, by and be ready, you listener base out there. We also need suggestions. I know we wanted to do another movie talk yes. as well. Yeah, so we, we can't seem to come to consensus on well, another nerdy well, movie. It would help if we actually talked about it, too. That might yeah. facilitate we could probably We could probably <laughs> come up with a topic but if we actually talked about it. We'd be very interested in the listeners to send us any suggestion they would have of a movie uh, and to say cover. where would they send that they would send that to vtwproductions.com I believe there's a, an email address is, is it casually hard I don't know what our email is you kidding Off me I just do this com. show and I leave and I turn off the thing I never look at any of this <laughs> the Post- show at <laughs> alphageekradio.com that's the show at alphageekradio.com and you fail on Obviously. so many levels well, obviously, everyone needs a reminder if some of our show hosts don't know the email. Heck yeah. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. But you could tweet it to us. You can send us direct messages via Twitter, and Barry has been spamming the IRC channel. I am Gnomewise at Twitter. You are Izzy Grail. 
Are Daxa you, CH. Daxa CH. Uh, we, are, we are the ones who dwell on the Twitter. You can yes. also visit us on the Facebook. Just do a search on the well, Facebook. Well, I have Rebecca W. on Twitter, but... You, I tweet like I, was say, I tweet like been, twice a year. Looked at it in the last year. I, I tweet like twice a year. Um, <laughs> uh, this is does anime movies count? Sure, I would say sure as long as we're not talking, you know, hentai or anything crazy like that. There's yes. another kind. Uh, oh yeah, you're right, tentacle porn. Mm. So yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, I, what? Yeah. Or you can go on Facebook and put your comment in on yep. my suggestion. What nerdy movie should we sure. review next? And or on the forums. forums. Yeah. Yep. Also, vtwproductions.com. Click on the forums button at the top. Our very, very active forum community will assimilate you and uh, regurgitate you. I was told True Ninja that. Assassin. Ninja Assassin? Yeah, I just yes. I watched that in the theater. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah, they said they said you know it was Wachowski Brothers, and it was yeah. worthwhile. Yeah, we can do it's, a super classic. It was a popcorn movie, movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to tie it back to the first. I thought we were mm-hmm. doing nerdy movie. Yeah, it's yeah, supposed it, to be a little nerdy ish. Barry Barry V has got a good suggestion from the Black Void Mystery Men. Oh, uh, that was pretty good. I, I love me Mister Furious. I yeah. love me, I love me some <laughs> Carmine the Bowler. Oh. <laughs> This little ball just saved your life. <laughs> and the Blue Raja. I, 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 can, I, okay. I, I do like Mystery Man. I can talk about that. The Blue one Raja, one. yes. Yeah. I'm not Spoon Man. <laughs> Spoon <laughs> Bloody Blue Raja. Or Stab Man, that's what it was. I'm not Stab Man. Uh, good boy. <laughs> nice. Yep. So, that about wraps it up for this week. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Yes, two hours of your life that you will never, ever get back. We'll be back next week, same time, <clears throat> which would be 4 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Me not remembering the email address. At least I know what time the show starts. <laughs> hey, we started up right on time. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Go, well, I tell her that's our ending bit. Huh. <laughs> it's like, man, Dax and Grail are here wicked early today. Um, okay. I was still in the shower when they showed up. And, you know, yeah, that no. was one of those. No one was in the nude, Yeesh. man. <laughs> he was not. He was not. He was wearing pants. Yeah. Do not look directly at the big white man. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, we are out of here.